0: welcome to the press one for nick podcast my name is nick blimsdahl my guest this week i got two guests uh one's name mark and one's name is john john and mark cronin they're the father-son duo who founded crazy socks the world's largest sock store john is an entrepreneur who just happens to have down syndrome you may know may know them for being the entrepreneurs entrepreneur of the year to testify before congress or speak at the united nations you may know them because John became sock buddies with George W. Bush, H.W. Bush, actually. Or you may know them for having grown a bootstrap startup of a multimillion dollar business in four years. John's Crazy Socks is an international recognized social enterprise with a mission to spread happiness and to show what people with different abilities can do. Their mission infuses all aspects of their business. More than half of their employees have different abil- differing abilities. Their giving back program starts with just 5% pledge of profits of Special Olympics, and they've raised over $450,000 for their charity partners. Welcome, John and Mark, to the Press 1 for Nick podcast.
1: Hey, Nick, glad to be here. Thanks so much, Nick.
0: You bet. So one question I ask every single guest is, what's one thing people might not know about you guys?
1: What's something people don't know about you? Ah. uh, uh. I have Down syndrome. Well, everybody knows. Everybody meets you knows you have Down syndrome. Right? Uh, Maybe they don't know that you're a Friends fanatic.
0: Uh, oh, oh, yes. I,
1: uh, I, uh, uh, I am a, I am a friend, uh best friend. You're a fan of Friends. Yes. I you do. sleep under Of The show a Friends blanket. I have in pillows. pillows. <laughs> you have socks. You have. Pajamas, all with friends' team. Yeah, right? I get, I get more. You're gonna get more, okay? Um, yes, uh, with me. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, well, among other things, I've done. I've sold. I've driven a cab in New York. Sold T-shirts on the streets of New York, and worked for a while as a housekeeper at a motel on Cape Cod. Except it turns out to do that job, you had to be able to make a bed, And that was <laughs> a problem for me. So that career didn't last long. Right.
0: <laughs> it was short-lived, huh? Very cool. Well, I'm, of course, you, you have uh, socks of friends because that is what you guys do. That's what you're known for. That's the business you started. So uh, I love how it uh, comes full circle. So tell me more about the, the organization. Maybe
1: start with the mission. Well, what's our mission? spread happiness. That's it. Um, and Nick, you may have been around places where you've had the unfortunate experience to go through a mission statement exercise where you parse the language and you put it on the wall and no one pays any attention. Yeah. With us, you walk in the place a big sign spreading happiness, and everything we do comes back to how are we going to. How are we going to engender happiness, starting with our colleagues and working through our customers and in the community? To do that, we've created a different type of business model. It's a social enterprise. So we have both a a social purpose and a business purpose, and they're indivisible. They feed off of each other. You can't separate them. If all we were doing is selling socks, you wouldn't be talking to us. Yeah. At the same time, if we just had this nice idea of a father and son working together and donating money, you wouldn't be talking to us either. They'd feed off each other. And we've really built this on five pillars. Okay. I. It's prison and hope. Give it back. A f- fun project. you can't love. Make it personal. And making this a great place to work. Those are the five things that drive us. Um, most important in there, and they all have to work together, right? Yeah, Is that inspiration and hope. It's showing what people with different abilities can do. So more than half of our employees have a different ability. And we wanna show the world. So we host school tours, we do speaking engagements, we do advocacy work. Um, Anything we can to get the word out to people to show. But look what's possible. Right? Right. But the business part has to work. How many different socks do we have?
0: We have over 3,000 different kind of socks.
1: Over 3,000, which makes John the owner of the world's largest sock store. We got subscriptions, business to business, right? We make custom socks. We do gift packages. And part of that spreading happiness is making a personal connection with our customers. So what goes in every package? Every package, get a digger from me, some candy. Some candy, right? Jeff Bezos? Yeah. He's not putting a thank you note in candy in those Amazon packages. But John is, right? Yes, I am. Pretty cool. So that, you know, that's the mission. What we're doing is what. We're not looking just for transactions. We're sharing an experience with our customers. When a customer buys from us, they feel good. They know they're getting great stock and they get great service. We do same day shipping. An order comes in by 3.15 Eastern time. It's going out the same day. Our customers, even with the mail slowdown, are getting their packages in three days. Um, And that's at no additional cost. You, you, they get the great socks, the great experience, but they know that in buying from us, they're employing people with different abilities. They're helping us give back. So the socks truly make them happy. The whole experience makes customers feel good, which is why they keep coming back. We're very fortunate.
0: I love it. Such a, such an amazing story. Uh, from the unique abilities uh, to the service that you provide and the unique personalization from the note to the candy. Uh, You mentioned how you ship everything out from 3.15 or later, same day. How many countries have you guys shipped
1: to? We've now shipped to 88 different countries. Um, And that's a small portion of our business. Originally, we were only going to ship to the U.S., but we got enough demand that we uh we ship around the world any place where people want to get those socks we're going to get them there um, That's and neat you know we brought our message around the world one of the pre-pandemic we traveled extensively across canada the u.s mexico with uh, speaking engagements. During the pandemic we moved everything online and we wound up speaking at conferences in india in france and spain and portugal and england um you start reaching more people it's really
0: cool and you guys just got back from a con- or from a speaking engagement didn't you
1: we just spent uh, Let's see. A week ago, we were in Warsaw, Wisconsin, speaking to the, da- the Disability Service Provider Network. On Monday, we were in Austin, Texas, speaking at the Society of Human Resource Management Inclusion Conference. Term is really a great organization. Um, so we spoke at their conference. And yesterday, we are in Washington, D.C., meeting with members of Congress, and we did a press event uh, promoting the fact that this is Disability Employment Month and Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Um, so, that was pretty neat. Um, That's pretty neat. How many of
0: those congressmen are wearing those socks?
1: Well, they were yesterday. <laughs> um, we made, uh, we've been down, we've been very fortunate. We've testified twice before Congress. Um, we've made unity socks. That we sent every member of Congress asking them, come together. We have more in common than we do separating us. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've been very fortunate that because of the business, we have a platform and people will listen to us, which creates an obligation for us. That yeah. we then have a responsibility to use that platform to advance it a positive cause. Um, and you do that all the time, don't you? I do. I love that. So let's bring it back to the customer.
0: What type of feedback do you guys get from your customers?
1: Well, let's, let's look at the ways we try to collect that. Feedback, right? So we've, there are things we've done and there are things we have in the works that we're putting in place. Mm-hmm. We send out a survey after every order to get customer feedback. So we do that with our retail orders. We do it with our custom socks. We do it with our charity fundraising program. And we do it with our concierge, our special gift packaging program. To short survey, to get feedback on the service, on the products, on are we fulfilling our mission. We collect reviews. Um, so everybody gets asked every time they make a purchase to make to review um the, the product and the service. Um, we have conducted special surveys where we've done large scale surveys. So we've done all of that. Um, what we are putting in place and we'll have in place by next month is every member of the management team will speak to two customers a week. Uh, just to have a conversation, just to make sure that we're listening to them. And next year, we're gonna roll out, we're gonna put together a customer advisor group. Um, Those are the formal mechanisms. Um, We also have it built in so that anytime we get feedback, there's a a feedback loop. So in our customer service, we call them happiness creators. There, if they talk to a customer, if they get an email, if there's a problem We seed that back in to make sure that we address what that issue is. So where does that all lead to? Uh, If you're familiar with the net promoter score, uh, our our NPS is a 92, which is off the charts, absurdly good. We have over 29,000 online reviews, 96% of those are five-star reviews. We have a full guarantee on our products. You, if you, for any reason, we don't need to see it. You just tell us that we didn't make you happy. For any reason, we'll fully refund your money. We'll do more. We, Our happiness creators can spend $200 on any customer at any time. Um, and despite all that, our refund rate is about 0.5 of 1% of our revenue. We work very hard. You, you gotta have the nuts and bolts. You gotta have the goods. It's gotta be a good website. It's gotta be great product. It's gotta be great service. That's the bedrock on which everything else is built. Yeah, I, I love that. You're
0: going uh, as deep as anybody is on the on the customer service and customer experience side. So I, I really, really appreciate that.
1: Well, we, um, that's part of our core, right, of yes. make it a personal connection. And when you do that, everybody is involved. So I'll give you a couple examples. Mm-hmm. One, so we do our own fulfillment, which allows us, gives us flexibility in what we're sending to the customers. We, What do we call our pickers? A sufferer. What do we call our packers? Happy packers. Happiness packers. So one day one of our packers comes to us and says you know we sell socks to diabetics and yet we're sending them candy there's something wrong with that picture yeah yes so now we have a supply of sugar free candy that we send out everybody you know I assume that everybody at this point is segmenting their emails so they can more personalize we do that. We also segment our fulfillment. So every package gets the thank you note, gets the candy, gets two discount cards. Why two? I'll, I'll one for customers one I, I give it a friend. And on the packing slip, you see the picture and the name of the person who packed your order. So everybody gets that. But we have five different variations of those depending on how many orders you place. So if your first order, you get one package. If it's a second or third order, you get a different package and so on, so that we we can show we're paying attention and connecting more with the customer.
0: In a competitive market, does your customer service stand out from the crowd? One way to offer a better experience is by moving your contact center to the cloud but with so many options to choose from. How do you know which solution is the best for both your business and your customers? That's where VDS comes in and guides you to the best solution. They understand your clients' pain points, business outcomes, and goals. Then VDS designs, implements, supports, and provides 24-7 managed services. From start to finish, VDS is committed to finding the best solutions for your clients' needs. To learn more, go to www.govds.com. Or find a link in the show notes. Yeah, it's all about personalization. I love that. You know, when it comes to the pandemic, you kind of touched on it, how you were traveling the world and uh, now you're doing speaking engagement. But how was that for business? And then I guess, how do you
1: how did you adapt to that? Well, uh, when the pandemic hit in the spring of, of 2020, it was awful for our business. Um, We have kind of three distinct selling seasons. The holidays like everybody else is used. The summer is awful. Nobody buys stocks in the summer. (laughs) We do well in the spring. A lot of what we do in the spring is around gift giving and public events. There's World Down Syndrome Day. What day is that? March 21st. March 21st. And people conveniently celebrate that by wearing crazy socks. So you'll get whole schools buying things. And yeah. then April is Autism Awareness Month. Well, we had six television appearances lined up for World Down Syndrome Day in 2020. All of that got wiped out. Uh, that cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. Yeah. So that was the immediate impact. What did we do? How do you react? Well, the first thing, you gotta take care of people's health, right? Remember, we're gonna make this, we we strive to make this a great place to work. More than half our employees have a different ability. Many of them are particularly vulnerable to the virus. For example, people with Down syndrome are not more likely to get the virus, but they do five times more likely to be hospitalized, 10 times more likely to die. Mm. We had to be very careful about our health, take care of everybody's health. At the same time, we had a service to provide, and jobs were important. So we found a way to open up and keep everybody safe. Then as a business, you have to figure out how do we adapt to this changed environment. So we used to do physical tours here. We moved those online. It's really neat when we have people come in for tours, right? We like that. But what happens is we got classes from around the world, visiting, so it opened up new opportunities. The same thing with speaking engagement, right? We used to travel and do those, and we love doing. But then you move them online and it opens up all sorts of possibilities of speaking to groups who would otherwise never reach. So those were good things. You look for new opportunities. So We make socks. We wanted to say thank you and do something during the pandemic. We made healthcare superhero socks to thank the frontline workers and those have now raised over $50,000 for frontline COVID-19 workers with the American Nurses Association and a local hospital here, Good Samaritan. We heard from our customers, we made masks. Now the masks weren't like everybody else's. They they had themes like spreading happiness or they supported some of the causes we work with like Down syndrome and autism. So, um, we heard from nonprofits that were really struggling because they couldn't have their events. What we do? We created a uh, charity fundraising program that's touchless and remote. So now we're helping lots of PTAs and local charities raise money. What's our mission? Spread happiness. How do you spread happiness? If we're all locked up. Every Tuesday afternoon, what do you do? I hold a dance party every Tuesday at 3 p.m. You have a dance party. Twice a week we do a, a spreading happiness show on Facebook. So you just keep looking for ways to adapt, to see new opportunities, and it's all about how can we better serve our customers, how can we better serve our community. You, a lot, you know, we have the mission of spreading happiness. It's driven by John, and what do you say are the keys to happiness? Gratitude and do for others. Gratitude, do for others. So we're always trying to figure out how do you do for other people. And this sometimes you get asked, well, what's the one thing? Well, to me, you, you gotta you gotta know who you are. You gotta have that purpose. And you got to believe, I'll give you an example. Black Friday is coming up. You've heard of Black Friday, right? Everybody in retail and in e-commerce, boy, they're building things around that. That's a very big day for us. Like every other e-commerce business. But we have to be true to who we are. So, We have Gratitude Week, and we spend a week thanking our customers and connecting with our charities. We don't have Black Friday sales. We have Gratitude Sales to say thank you to our customers. So you're not going to see us talking about Black Friday. Everybody else can do that. That's not who we are. Um, I've had very smart people come in and say, oh, but you'll make more money if you're promoting Black Friday." Well, we're promoting our, you know, we have promotions and sales. But in our mindset, it's a way of saying thank you to our customers. And we might do a little less this year than somebody else would. But we'll be here in 10 years still doing it. Yeah. Because we're in for the long haul. That relationship with the customer. We got to earn their trust you know we got to end for them to keep coming back and so far it's worked
0: yeah i love it so what would you tell my listeners on how to have a successful and, and happy employees it seems like you guys are 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 killing it on the nps score and it seems like you guys have these happy employees who are very successful regardless of the ability so how are you what would you what advice would you give
1: well we boiled that down to kind of five steps. Mm-hmm. Five attributes, if you will. One, you have to give people a purpose worthy of their commitment. It can't just be we're going to make money. And, and don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to make money. we like to live indoors. We'd like to make money. But... Everybody has to, you've got to give your colleague a purpose that will motivate them and excite them. And and that's not going to work for everybody. You've got to find your tribe. That's one. Two, everybody has to understand how what they do serves that purpose. There's no cog in the machine. There's no make work jobs. Everybody has a vital role. In filling that purpose. Everybody is connected. We do that together. Three, put people in a position to succeed. Don't ask people to do what they can't do. John here is very good at many things. But we don't ask you to do our finances. If somebody needs, or if our webmaster needs a particular tool, get that tool. If our, or we, our fulfillment head is our Lord of the Socks, he wanted to set up and, and upgrade our packing station. Okay, we don't have endless resources, but what can we do to make that happen? Put people in a position to succeed. Fourth, recognize the work people do. People care. They're here working hard. Just look at somebody and say, I see what you're doing. Say, thank you. How hard is it to walk around and just say, thank you, to recognize that we all succeed because of our collective effort. Not. there's no genius here. There's no charismatic leader. There's no, we're not a cult. We only succeed because of what everybody does. And then five, Stay the hell out of the way. Let people do their jobs. If you get the right people and you do all those other things, you don't have to manage them. They will manage themselves. They will push themselves. Stay out of their way. Let people go and do things. That work for us? Absolutely. And and we have an added advantage. Because we hire people with differing abilities, it adds more resonance to the organization. It leads to better morale, better productivity, better retention, and helps us recruit. And I hear that all the time from businesses that make a commitment to hiring people with different abilities. It's it's very simple. Focus on what people can do, not what they can't do, right? Don't, Don't be blinded by somebody's limitations. Be awed by their possibilities. When you do that, you gain a competitive advantage. So hiring people with different abilities, it's not altruism. It's good business. i'll give you a concrete example two weeks ago two weeks ago um we had an appearance on fox and friends in the morning we knew that would spike sales we've been very fortunate to have had us on a number of times so to handle that surge along with the pickup in sales leading into the holidays we needed to hire people well you probably hear from other businesses, they're all scrambling. I can't get enough people. I can't hire people. We hired five people in three days and we had a surplus of good candidates. Simply because we tap into an untapped resource. People with different abilities. Um, There was an article here. We're on Long Island in New York. The largest newspaper here is Newsday. They recently ran an article about how employers can't find people for the holidays. Some businesses are closing. Others are really short-handed. We've called them up. They wound up doing a follow-up article. We have no trouble hiring people. And they're good people, right? We're able to, you know, we, we measure and track everything. When When I tell you we get things out by 315, we have had one day this year when that didn't happen, when we had a system crash. We track that every day and that's gonna happen, right? Because of the people we hire. But uh, I'll give you two other examples of that. There's a small uh, software company in Redmond, Washington. You you may have heard of them or Microsoft. So they're in fierce competition to hire people with technical skills. Well, they pick up their head and say, how come We don't hire anybody in the autism spectrum. But many people in the autism spectrum have really great technical skills. Well, anybody in the field could tell you it's because that person may not look you in the eye in the interview. They may not shake your hand. Microsoft realized that's our problem. So they changed their hiring process. They now hire many people on the autism spectrum. That gives them a competitive advantage over other businesses. Or another example, Ernst & Young, They're, they've changed her name to EY to clarify things. So this is mind boggling to me. EY has 250,000 employees worldwide. Imagine that. They also have a 20% annual turnover. So they, just to they even have to hire, 50,000 people a year Think of the cost, the disruption. I was talking to the managing partner at their Dublin office, Dublin, Ireland. They had set up a program with Trinity College in Dublin, which was training people on the autism spectrum, and they hired them in their office. It changed the tone and tenor of the office. And it dramatically alters their retention rate. It's good business. Hire people with different abilities. Yeah.
0: I, I love that you kind of talked about the, the ability and the competitive advantage. I think if the more people saw what's possible, uh, the more people that would lean into the the importance or the competitive advantage of hiring people with unique abilities.
1: Yeah. It's not a nice, you know, if, if you got to know us, you would find out that John here is a very nice guy. Yeah. I'm not right. (laughs) Everybody here produces. And here's the thing for our colleagues with different abilities. That's part of the dignity. Nobody gave them a job. Everybody here earn their job yeah and everybody works here performs and earns that job
0: yeah absolutely
1: so you talked
0: about I mentioned at the very beginning of the of the episode the the importance of giving back for you guys it's what 450,000 or more dollars that you given to charities that you support Uh, why is that support so important to you guys
1: well it comes back to, you know, John says about um, spreading happiness. You know, a key to happiness is gratitude. We're so incredibly fortunate to get to do what we do. So that gratitude is baked into everything we do. Right? It's not like we wait to the end of the year and say, oh, we made some money, let's write a check. Yeah. So we started by pledging 5% of our earnings To the Special Olympics. And and why the Special Olympics? I I am not the Olympics. We like to say without the Special Olympics, there'd be no John's Crazy Soft. But then we went on and we've created products that raise awareness and celebrate causes and raise money for those causes. So what was the first one? I Down Syndrome Awareness John designed the world's first Down Syndrome Awareness. And that, that's a way to say to people with Down syndrome and their loved ones and colleagues and friends, let's celebrate that, let's embrace that. And that raises money for the National Down Syndrome Society and a local charity, ACDS, where John had gone to preschool. And we've gone on to create other products, Autism Awareness Socks, that raise money for the Autism Society of America and cerebral palsy awareness socks raise money for United Cerebral Palsy and the healthcare Superhero socks and firefighter tribute socks that raise money for a firefighter museum. It's it's all part of saying it's not enough to just sell stuff. Yeah. You've got to make it part of the experience. And we've got to answer to, in an old-fashioned world, businesses only had to answer to their owners, to their shareholders, their owners. But now you have to address all of your stakeholders, your employees, your customers, your community, as well as the owners. So we do that. Uh, We sponsor an Autism Can Do Scholarship. We donate boxes all the time for auctions and raffles um, that's it's woven into the fiber of who we are here um, and our customers connect relate to that.
0: That's great. That's uh, a really, it's really important to me as well. Um, so guys, I ask two questions to every guest or guests. Um, you know, the first one is what book or person has influenced you the most in the past year? And then the second one is, if you could leave a note to all customer service representatives, it's going to hit
1: everybody's desk Monday at 8 a.m., what would it say? Well, what book in the past year? I mean, actually, I've just reread a book that I first read years ago, and it's good to reread. Jim Collins' uh, Good to Great. Um, And, you know, customer service, I, I can share what we do. And I put a note up, you know, out, if I were to put a note, um, it's, let, let's be human, right? We don't time any phone conversation. There's no strict script. It's here's how we're going to approach it. So if somebody calls us, it's going to be a conversation. Going to be a conversation between two humans, yeah, that's what I think we, we need to remember and that we miss sometimes. You know, call your bank, call your travel, you know, call your airline after you wait on hold for 30 minutes. It's just give me your account number, it's very automated. That's bad for everybody involved, right? I mean. That's why taking care of our people matters so much. How can we deliver happiness to our customers if our colleagues aren't happy? So, yeah. you know, the note I want to put out there for people is be human, be happy. I love it. Good stuff.
0: John and Mark, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? If they want to go to your website, if they want to have you talk at a at a conference. They want to connect
1: with you. What's the best way? Well, what's our website? John's crazysocks.com. John's CrazySocks.com. And people should know when they buy from us, they're going to get great socks. They're going to support our hiring of people with different abilities are given back. And most of all, they're going to spread happiness. So get a hold of us at the website, johncrazysocks.com And the easiest way to get a hold of us is send an email to service at JohnscrazySocks.com. Uh, you can call our office uh, 631-760-5625. We're going to do everything we can to help you. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, and, and you know, this I offer to people working in large corporations, to small businesses, you know, we're just a couple of knuckleheads selling socks but all we want to do is change the world right and and we can all do that yeah
0: well i appreciate your guys's time and uh i look forward to keeping in touch and watching you guys spread happiness across the world uh one sock at a time
1: thanks for your time thanks nick this is great
0: Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing it with them by giving them a the link of this episode or directly from your app. And last, if you'd like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, go to press1fornick.com forward slash podcast.
1: Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show
0: and visit cxofm.org for more resources.